Radio Daily for Not Monday. It's just not that. It's something else entirely. And it's something better because it's not Monday, which we have established. It is the 14th of March, and well, yes, I'm sure you realize that today is Pi Day. Woo! So see how many places you can go and how many pizza joints are actually offering a really cool discount for today. Because, I mean, you should sell me a small pizza for $3.14. That makes a lot of sense to me. I'm a dreamer. Hi, everybody. We're the fine folks from GeekRadioDaily.com. The folks bringing to you today the man that gets tired of reading these uh, new rules and regulations on how to be a better team player at work. Yeah, that there's podcast is Rich Secret. The manual is thick enough to beat goats to death with. Well, that would be a problem. Hi, everybody. I'm the one for Billy Flynn. I am the smartest man alive! Okay, maybe not. What happened this day, sir? <laughs> Gosh, and didn't that all sound so much smoother because Billy did it? Uh-huh. In 1592, the largest correspondence between calif- calendar dates and significant digits of pi since the introduction of the Julian calendar makes this the ultimate pi day. 1794, Eli Whitney patents the cotton gin. 1839, Sir John Herschel uses the word photography for the first time in history during a lecture given to the Royal Society in London. 1891, the construction of the first submarine telephone cable across the English Channel is completed. 1915, the first issue of the Sunday Pictorial, the first newspaper to make extensive use of photography, is launched in the UK. 1930, John Logie Baird begins experimental transmission of the 30-line television system from a transmitter in Brooklass Park, England. 1931, the first motion picture theater built especially for rear projection films in the U.S. opens in New York City. 1936, Warner Brothers released the black and white horror film The Walking Dead, directed by Michael Curtis, starring Boris Karloff, Edmund Gwynn, and Marguerite Churchill. In it, a man framed for murder is sentenced to death, but he is later revived by a scientist. How old is Robert Kirkman? 1954, RCA begins producing an initial run of 5,000 color television receivers at its plant in Bloomington, Indiana. The 15-inch set, the Merrill CT-100, will retail for $1,000. 1955, at Bell Laboratories publicly announces the completion of the first truly transistorized computer, the TARDIC, so close to being cool. 1956, at the National Association of Radio and Television Broadcasters, or NARTB convention in Chicago, Illinois, Ampex demonstrates a VRX-1000 quadruplex videotape recorder to 200 CBS network affiliates. Within four days of the demonstration, the network will spend nearly $4 million to purchase over 70 of the machines, which, of course, will later be renamed the Mark IV for $50,000 each. 1968, the final episode of Batman, starring Adam West and Burt Ward, airs on the ABC television network after 120 episodes, but before the completion of its third season. Now, because they aired two weekly installments, it concluded with nearly as many episodes as a series that had run for five years. <laughs> 1981, ailment of the stars in the Cassiopeia region heralds the second coming of Christ, according to Omen III, the final conflict. Should have been. Same day, Ethan Craig Stearns is sacrificed in Gatlin, Nebraska, and not in the most recent remake of this same damn movie that series that won't end. Wait, does that mean that the, the franchises are aligned? Oh my God. Ooh, in 1986, the Giotto space probe, which was launched by the European Space Agency, passes within 605 kilometers of Halley's Comet in order to examine the comet's nucleus. 
1994, John Frost's original FAQ, Cyberpoet's Guide to Virtual Culture, is first posted to Alt.Cyberspace News Group. <laughs> because you used to have to type stuff like that. Also, a magnetic grappling system is used in outer space for the first time by the astronauts of the Space Shuttle Columbia. Yeah, but Sega of America announces the Sega Genesis Super 32X cartridge thing for the Genesis system, featuring two Hitachi 32-bit processors. The system will be released in November and made Genesis games look slightly, slightly better. 1995 astronaut Norman Thagard traveled aboard the Soyuz TM-21 spacecraft as part of the Russian Mir-18 mission, becoming the first American astronaut to ride to space on board a Russian launch vehicle. 1997 20th Century Fox re-releases Return of the Jedi with enhancements to theaters nationwide. And I wish I could get a copy of that, not the damn version they have now. Yeah. 2005, the... SD Card Association announces the world's smallest memory card, the microSD format, at CTIA Wireless 2005. 2007, NASA announces that the Cassini spacecraft has photographed several sea-sized bodies of liquid, most likely hydrocarbons, on Titan, the largest moon of Saturn. The largest of the seas is estimated to be roughly the size of Montana. God, we'll use anything other than the metric system to measure things. <laughs> Jamie Bell is 37 from King Kong, Jumper, um, Adventures of Tintin, Snowpiercer, and Fantastic Four. Chris Klein is 41 from American Pie, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, Wilfred. He was good in Wilfred. He was. Grace Park is 49, Boomer in BSG, and Kono in Hawaii Five O. James Frayne is 55 from Tron Legacy, Orphan Black, Galavan in Gotham, not Galavant, Sarek in Star oh. Trek Discovery. Way less musical stuff, I imagine. <laughs> Gary Anthony Williams is 57. Uncle Ruckus on Boondocks. He's been in a lot of stuff, but I remember him as Smart Brother. <laughs> right. In uh, Undercover Brother. Elise Neal is 57 from Scream 2, Mission to Mars, Logan. Amy Johnson Gerald is 62 from The Larry Sanders Show, DS9, Castle, and Justice League America, Gods and Monsters. Tamara Tooney is 64 from The Devil's Advocate, Law & Order, SVU, Flight. Jerry Greenfeld is 72, co-founded Ben & Jerry's. Rick Dees is 73, a DJ baby, and of course, <laughs> gave us the song Disco Duck. <laughs> Billy Crystal is 75, from Soap, Spinal Tap, Princess Bride, City Slickers, Howl's Moving Castle, a lot of fantastic stand-up stuff. Come on, come on, come on, mime is money. Raymond J. Berry is 84, from The Ref, Flubber, Flight of the Living Dead, Walk Hard, Purge, Election Year. And don't worry, Billy, you look marvelous. <laughs> Michael Kane is 90 years old from the Italian job, Ipcris File, Schleuth, Muppet Christmas Carol, Alfred and Nolan's Batman, Jaws the Revenge, and has testicles the size <laughs> of a tangerine. Frank Vorman is 96, an astronaut who commanded Apollo 8. For to stay longer with us in 1874, Anton Phillips, a Dutch businessman, co-founded Phillips Electronics. 1879, Albert Einstein, a German-American physicist, engineer, and academic, Nobel Prize laureate, and he's the person they're talking about when they go, huh, okay, Albert. He was a smart fella. 1918, Dennis Patrick, Golden Man on Lost in Space and Dark Shadows. 1920, Hank Ketchum, American author and cartoonist, created Dennis the Menace. <laughs> On CBS, we've got FBI, FBI International, and FBI Most Wanted. ABC, the women tell all who knew The Bachelor, and a rerun of Will Trent, still based on the book. 
NBC has a new Night Court, American Auto, The Blind Auditions, Part 4 on a new The Voice, and a new That's My Jam. Fox, the team rescues a father and son from a driver's ed lesson gone wrong before moving to help a self-help guru who's lost control. Owen goes authoritarian to help plan TK and Carlos' wedding. Marjan meets a suspicious couple on her road trip on a new 911 Lone Star and a new Accused. CW has new Superman and Lois. Following the death of Batman, his adopted son Turner Hayes must gather a group of misfit teens to clear his name and confront the sinister forces threatening to destroy Gotham City from within in the premiere Gotham Knights. Ooh, oh yeah, I thought the CW thing, superheroes was over. Freeform's got Sweet Home Alabama, the movie. Reese Witherspoon was born to play. AMC has Rambo, Last Blood. I mean, the one before that was really good. That one. FX has the Equalizer 2. Was that the one where he went to Mexico and fought the cartel? Uh, Equalizer 2? Sure. Oh, no, not equal. <laughs> the Equalizer movie is fantastic. I love those. FXX Simpsons, but mostly a Family Guy marathon. FXM is showing SWAT. Paramount Network has Right Along 2. All the unanswered questions. Siffy will be showing Jurassic Park. TNT has Ant-Man. True TV's got the 2023 NCAA Basketball Tournament. Ooh, I don't care. Science Channel has Mysteries of the Abandoned Marathon. But we're watching the Lifetime Movie Network, and aspiring cheerleaders humiliated during cheerleader initiation week. When another girl in the squad turns up dead, she realizes there may be something more sinister at play than being put in embarrassing, hazing situations. Grace Patterson and Allison McAtney star in Cheer for Your Life. The wonderful Billy Flynn looks at what Chad and Abby are up to now. If you know what TV show they're on this week, you could win yourself a prize. It's your further adventures of Chad and Abby update. Chad and Stefan are searching for a kidnapped girl, and their investigation leads them to a Russian spy ring. Stefan believes he's got a plan to get that girl out of there, because thankfully they're not on their moon base, so it should be pretty easy. As long as they're not without evidence, they're going to make this thing happen. You know, it might just come down to martial law. Hashtag Jabby. Forever. Once again, it's time for Bag Old Mail. It is. Hey there, geeks. I, for one, am very excited to see the defenders of Netflix coming over to the official MCU. Seeing Vincent D'Onofrio and Hawkeye was an exciting time, and I love that Charlie Cox is portraying Daredevil in a more comic-accurate way. We know that Disney is embracing R-rated material with Deadpool on the way, and that updated TOS, where the past movies and series are also brought over to the platform. The news about John Barenthal returning as Punisher is awesome to hear, and I hope that the rest of the team follows. Kristen Ritter was amazing as Jessica Jones, and I don't care how they retconned it, but I want David Tennant back as Kilgrave. You're not Ten anymore. That's from Syrinx. I don't. We, no, no. Tenant was too evil. He, he was too evil. And I mean, how can you put him in know. that? I have no idea. I have no idea. Too evil. First off, good job, Rich and Carol. That was fantastic. That was awesome. That was strange because, hey, Mr. Flynn, have you ever actually missed an episode of this show before? Because, because it seemed like I had gone into another dimension for a moment. Just wondering. That is from Jacob. Well, Jacob, yes, I have very infrequently missed this show, and I think we calculated it and found out the last time I missed one was like 13 years ago. That sounds about right. Uh, there was one time where we didn't have an episode at all because Billy was like, hey, you should do it. And I was like, I can't. I'm scared. And I was like, no, man, you got this, baby. You got this. You got this. But yeah, you know, it, it, it happens from time to time. And hey, if you'd like to be on the show sometime, maybe, so I can take another day off, won't you drop a note? It's podcast at geekradiodaily.com. Of course, a voicemail, text, message. Use the magic numbers of 510-GRD-CURL. 
And I could have done it all in post and, and put all the sound and stuff in after we record. But no, I want to do it live, just like Billy does. Man, it's so hard. We don't do no post. We let things pile up in the DVR. We add them to our queues. We wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. Hi, I'm James Kahn, semi-renowned writer, musician, doctor, and you're listening to Geek Radio Daily. I read a bunch of his stuff as a kid, because usually we didn't have VHS tapes. If you wanted to see a movie again, you had to read the novelization for it. Sir! What? Are either one of these any good? I don't watch movies. Still, though, it's time. Stuff is out there. What you gonna get? What's on the shelves? The Walking Dead, the complete 11th season. Wow. Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol, the complete series, because it was canceled after a season. <laughs> In our documentary aisle, we've got John Mentalione. The chisels are calling. Must be anime based on title alone. Watamoot. Complete collection. Could be propaganda aisle. What is a cryptocurrency wallet? NFTs. The movie? I got a monster. What the hell's that about? In our regular movies department, we have Goliath. Alice, darling. Which looks good, but super intense. Legacy Peak. Those Who Walk Away. Tom Hanks as Clint Eastwood in A Man Called Otto. Which also looks super intense. No, I don't care. The Whale, which congratulations for the Oscar years. But if anything, we're getting the story of Richard, who has no chance of paying his rent, keeping a job, or finishing a movie project. But everything changes when he gets recruited by an aging serial killer to make him a film while collecting sleeves. For Paradise. Philip Digby and David Borenberg star in Night of the Zodiac. I'm not wearing any pants. Film at 11. Geek News! Take a look at the world from a uh, geeky point of view. Zodiac Killer's going to be old. Following his high-profile launch at the SXSW Film Festival on Friday, Paramount Pictures has announced that U.S. Amazon Prime members are set to get exclusive early access to see Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves one-day-only screening Sunday, March 19th at 2 p.m. local time at participating movie theaters nationwide nearly two weeks ahead of the movie's theatrical release. Tickets are now on sale. Ooh, a bonus to screening. Prime members can purchase up to 10 tickets and enjoy the movies with their family and friends at one of more than 1,200 theaters across the country with various exhibition partners. In this film adaptation of the legendary role-playing game, a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of their own people. <laughs> it's like the writers play the game, too. Truth. For those who missed the screening, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves will release in theaters worldwide by Paramount Pictures March 31st. And I know I'll be there, and I'm going to smuggle all of my snacks in my bag of holding. I'll have another one for when I have to pee. To take a picture, the best digital cameras on the market open their shutter for around one four-thousandths of a second. To snapshot atomic activity, you'll need a shutter that clicks a lot faster. They can just use whatever they use to get location shots for that new Ant-Man movie. Now scientists have come up with a way of achieving a shutter speed that's a mere trillionth of a second, or 250 million times faster than those digital cameras. 
That makes it capable of capturing something very important in material science. Dynamic disorder. They could just view my Instagram. Simply put, dynamic disorder is when clusters of atoms move and dance around in a material in specific ways over a certain period, triggered by a vibration or a temperature change, for example. A faster shutter speed captures a more precise snapshot of time, which is helpful for quickly moving objects like rapidly jittering atoms. To achieve its astonishingly quick snap, versus PDF uses nat <clears throat> versus PDF uses neutrons to measure the positions of atoms rather than conventional photography techniques. The way that neutrons hit and pass through a material can be tracked to measure the surrounding atoms, with changes in energy levels the equivalent of shutter speed adjustments. Kind of like how parents and pet owners know something's up by how silent the next room is. Ooh, you track by the negative. I gotcha. Better understanding these physical structures improve our knowledge of how thermoelectronics... <sighs> A lot of tough words, and I gave this one to myself. <laughs> Better understanding these physical structures improve our knowledge of how thermoelectrics work enabling us to develop better materials and equipment, such as the instruments powering Mars rovers when sunlight isn't available. Though, through models based on observations captured by the new camera, the scientific... Dis in hell, it's not even a word that's in there. Through models based on observations captured by the new camera, the scientific understanding of these materials and processes can be improved. However, there's still plenty of work to do to get versus PDF ready to be a widely used method of testing. And, of course, will no doubt be used for some amazing selfies later this year. A simple urine test may be able to detect bladder cancer before any symptoms show up due to genetic red flags, according to a new study. Using only urine samples, an international team was able to predict the most common type of bladder cancer up to 12 years before diagnosis by searching for specific genetic mutations. That's, uh, that's a long study. The study's findings presented at the European Association of Urology's annual congress in Milan could revolutionize the way we diagnose bladder cancer, researchers say. In order to test if their newly specific urine test was actually able to predict cancer or not, researchers utilized samples from the Goldstone Cohort Study, a population study run by the Tehran University of Medical Sciences, which has tracked the health of around 50,000 adults for more than a decade. I hope they invest in a lot of Glade plugins because that room. Ooh. Participants were recruited for their cohort between 2004 and 2008 and gave a urine sample as part of their baseline assessment before returning for annual follow ups in order to track their health over time. 40 participants had developed bladder cancer at some point since enrolling in the cohort, and researchers were able to test the urine samples of 29 of them. Out of these 29, the test was able to predict future bladder cancer in 19 of them, which is 66%. It's better than nothing. Out of. The 10 people who did develop bladder cancer but tested negative on the urine test, none were diagnosed earlier than six years after they gave urine samples. Now, the test doesn't prove complete accuracy yet, but to see such promising results with a test that is so simple and non-invasive is massively promising for the future landscape of bladder cancer diagnosis. This is really cool and definitely important, but can we also spend some money on, oh, I don't know, Ways to prevent and cure cancer, too. Hopefully they're working on it. A newly discovered bright comet visible to naked eyes, even from the suburbs of larger cities, will whiz past Earth next year. That seems too way too close. While naked eye comets are rare, visible roughly once in two years, C-2023A3 could be a comet of a decade, according to Peter Viries, 
and astronomer at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. Comet C-2023A3 is no threat to Earth, says Veers, who is also a research scientist at the Minor Planet Center. We know the comet's orbit well. The orbit is becoming better and better with more and more astrometric observations incoming to our center, the MPC. You could have led with that. At closest, C-2023A3 will be more than 70 million kilometers, that's about 43.5 million miles from Earth, on or around October 12th next year. At this moment, the comet is traveling at about 15.7 kilometers per second, that's about 35,120 miles per hour, and accelerating. Currently, the comet is between Jupiter and Saturn and is faint, only accessible by larger telescopes. But once it becomes closer to the sun, the sublimation of ices could lift more dust from its surface. Are we, are we going to slam anything into this? Damn it. Are we, are we going to slam anything into this one? You know, for science? Hopefully. The comet was first reported as an unknown object to MPC on its near-Earth object confirmation page in January 9th. Beery said the observation came from the Purple Mountain Observatory in China. The International Astronomical Union eventually decided to name the comet, giving the credit to Purple Mountain and Atlas, and MPC announced its orbit and designation as C-2023A3. Purple Mountain Comet is like my favorite ride at Dollywood. I figured it was either going to be that or like a strain joke, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> I know, I, I, I like that. According to Viries, it seems like this could be the comet's first visit to the inner solar system since it was created 4.5 billion years ago and thrown into the abyss of the Oort cloud. Comets are unpredictable, and this can't be more true for the comet than that one that is being seen for the first time, Viries said. Well, hopefully it won't be too shy and we'll all be able to see it. These kinds of things tend to bring the world together and make us forget that our problems aren't as big as we think compared to... The glories of the universe. Except that 20 bucks that Brenda from accounting owes me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Tight and Nerdy is the world's first and only burlesque troupe devoted to Weird Al Yankovic. Showgals in an upcoming documentary that chronicles their final tour and explores themes of female empowerment, gender inequality, and body positivity. Now, those gals perform this way, even though some think it's tacky. I say you folks do whatever you like. Tight and nerdy is Al Stravaganza. Performances are a blend of big personalities, over-the-top costumes, and unforgettable acts set to Weird Al's iconic tunes. The documentary will showcase how the group created a safe and welcoming space for people to be themselves without fear of judgment. Even those poor bastards that are addicted to spuds. And Weird Al himself is interviewed in the documentary. We've all been lucky enough to meet Al, according to group founder... Pickles Kintaro. Mistress Marla Spanks was with me the first time I got to meet Al at the Marin County Fair, and it was a most magical evening. Every time I've met him since, I remind him that I'm the Weird Al stripper, and the reactions are always hilarious. I've had everything from recognition, confusion, and concern. Boy, if that isn't love, I don't know what is. Crowdfunding for the documentary ends Friday at 10 p.m., and filmmaker Jeff Nukria has nearly reached the goal of 115000 and the best way to find it on Kickstarter... No jokes, kids. Just use the hashtag Bear to be stupid. Huh? Uh, so genius. All right. I mean, we couldn't have we couldn't have wrote a better one. You, you've heard our shows. You know we couldn't have wrote a better one. GRD is licensed with the Creative Commons Attribution, not commercial, not derivative works. Nice to see Go check us out on Facebook or Twitter. Some of the website, Nice. 
I just, you know, wonder how dirty uh, it is when they do the the Twister song. That's just kind of. Well, I heard I heard one of the gals actually uh, passed out and had to go to the hospital after doing a, a highly energetic version of Albuquerque. And eleven minutes long, guys. And, and look, I'm not judging or critiquing any, anyone. I'm just saying that personally. I'm not watching whatever you do with Harvey the Wonder Hamster. Hey, won't you drop us a note? It's podcast at geekradiodaily.com. Of course, a voicemail text message. You need these numbers. 510 G-R-D-Crow. But you have to pay extra for Weasel Stomping Day. All right. Good night, suckers. Oh, my God. Look at this place. It's like a museum of failure. (laughs) I got lucky. Yeah, you did. Get him a body bag. Yeah. Murphy, quiet. Ryan, serve. There you are. Right on cue. Drew, what are you doing? The show doesn't start till three, babe. We'll be quick. But we had a deal? Oh, come on. It's just a friendly little game, right, Ryan? Totally, bro. Oh, yeah! Get some! <laughs> I probably should have warned you. Back at the break room of Sheboygan Lager, I was 192 and 0. Yeah, 43-43, tied again. Bloody hell! Come on, Drew, we're already a half hour late. Okay, can't we just say that next point wins? Hey, those aren't the rules, Jenna. I, I think that's a good idea. Fine, whatever. Your table, your rules. Next point wins. I thought you said you were good. I've seen more aggressive ball play in an airport men's room. Get your head in the game! Sheboygan Lager, bitch! That's how we do! That's how we do! Yeah! Yeah! Oh! Woo! <laughs> <sighs> Alright, babe, let's go see that play.